Lord gave the word and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, blessed to be a blessing. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. In your Bible to the book of Galatians. Well, not so fast, preacher. Genesis chapter 12. Genesis, the 12th chapter. And we're going to key in on verse verses 1 through 3 Genesis chapter 12 verses 1 through 3 if you're there say I have it if you haven't found it get over from the book of Job come backwards <laughs> alright the book of Genesis chapter 12 and I'm going to ask that we will read these verses together Are you ready? Look, I know you got a mask on, but you're going to have to kind of talk up. All right, then. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, verses 1 through 3, Genesis chapter 12. Read. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curses thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Amen? Amen. Abraham blessed to be a blessing. Amen. That's why God has taken time to bless you. To be a blessing and not a curse. Blessed to be a blessing. God called Abram out of Ur of the Chaldeans. Uh, that same area that we know today as Iraq and Iran. And when God called Abram out of the Chaldeans... He blessed him to be a blessing. Now it would be through the loins of Abraham that God would send forth his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus is the seed of Abraham. Let that, let that sink in deep because I'm talking to some sons and daughters of God in here. That connected with Abraham when we believed on Jesus. So when we talk about blessed to be a blessing. Can you say I'm a blessing? And I'm not a curse. So when you take a look at this. There was a call that came on the life of Abram. God called Abram out of Ur of the Chaldeans. And when God called him, 
God struck a covenant with him. How many of y'all know that God is a God of covenant? In other words, God does not break his word. If he said it, he's going to do it. If he spoke it, he's going to bring it to pass. God called Abram out of Ur so that Abram could be the repository of God's greater blessings. Let me show it to you. He said, and I'm going to step down through this right quickly, and then we're going to move on. Verse 1 again. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, who said unto him? Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Now this was a step by faith. He didn't know where he was going, but the Lord told him, I'm going to show you that land. God is awesome. He could show it to him because he made it. Mm-hmm. Verse 2, and I will make of thee a great nation. Out of you, Abram, will come a whole lot of ethnic groups. And I will bless thee. That's the second thing. Make you a great nation, and I will bless you. Number two, and make thy name great. Three, and thou shalt be a blessing. Four, and I will bless them that bless thee. Five, and curse him that curses thee. Six, and in thee shall all families. How many families? All families of the earth be blessed. Seven. That's a sevenfold complete covenant that God made with Abram. What we're going to focus on here today in this session, blessed to be a blessing, is when the Lord said in verse 3, the latter portion, when God says, And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Huh? Now, don't you think that's called to be a blessing? And that's why the Lord has blessed you. And I think we as believers, when we get unstuck on ourselves and concentrate on him and worship him, what we're going to find is that I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm not blessed to be somebody's nightmare. I'm not blessed to be somebody's headache. I'm not blessed to split nobody's family. I am blessed to be a blessing. And then God says... And out of you, Abraham, shall all families of the earth be blessed. Now, what is he saying? God is saying, I'm going to send you a seed. A seed is a son. Because you cannot get a seed without having a male factor. No woman has a seed of her own unless she happened to be the Virgin Mary. <laughs> come on now, I, I know you ain't get up this early to come out here and look half upside the wall. And when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law. So when we say son, we are saying seed. Because in the male child is the seed for a whole generation. All right, Galatians chapter 3. So God called Abram out of the Chaldeans to be a blessing. And that's why God has called us that are born again out of darkness 
and into his marvelous, wonderful, precious, magnanimous light. In the epistle to the Galatians here, and we're going to basically use this entire third chapter. Did I tell you chapter three? Where one is for the father, one for the son, uh -huh, and one for the Holy Ghost. So we're going to use this third chapter to extrapolate and to put a spotlight on the fact that God called Abraham to be a blessing and that out of Abraham will come Jesus. Jesus is the seed of Abraham. Jesus is that one that came forth out of Abraham and we are children of God are the seed of Abraham by faith uh-huh in the Lord Jesus Christ I sure want a church I can preach to this morning we are the seed of Abraham blessed called out of darkness to be a light don't you think it's about time and I'm not talking to Joanne, but don't you think it's time to quit tormenting people? <laughs> huh? So the covenant that God cut with Abram thousands of years ago, he cut that covenant with us, and the exceptional part of the covenant that we have with God is through the seed of Abraham, our Lord Jesus Christ. All right. In Galatians chapter 3, are you there? Now, I want you to key in on verse 6. As we talk about this Abrahamic covenant, uh, a covenant of faith that Abram got with God because Abram believed. And see, we're not saved today by works. We're saved today by grace through faith. And anyone trying to work for salvation, you've already missed the boat, the train, and already left on his way to Georgia and had left at midnight. Uh, Galatians 3, verses 6 through 9. Are you there? Read. Even as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, know ye therefore that they who are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. So then, they who are of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Can you say amen? amen. See, when, when, when God spoke to Abraham, wasn't no written script. There was no Bible. The most powerful moral code back then was the code of Hammurabi, who was a wise person in those days, and a lot of people listened to Hammurabi. But you see, when God called Abram, Abram's daddy was a, a worshiper of the moon, of the astrological forecast, and didn't know anything about God. And see, some of the strongest people in our churches today are those that were not confused growing up as a child with somebody up there lying to them. When you get it straight from the altar, straight from the mouth of God, 
And I'm talking about even in a Bible teaching church, when you get the word straight, you don't need to go nowhere else. Mm-mm, you tripping. The preacher said something, you mad, your lifestyle messed up. So you leaving that church, shame on you. In verse 6, even as Abraham, and this is the Abrahamic covenant, is a covenant of faith. And that's the same kind of covenant we have right now. Verse 6, even as Abraham believed God, he did what? Now notice this, he believed God and it was put onto his account for righteousness. You got that? When you and I believed Jesus died and rose again, and we called him and accepted him as our Savior, then God imputed to us the gift of righteousness. So Abraham didn't offer no bullock. Abraham did not offer no animal sacrifice. Abraham did not keep no Sabbath day because the Sabbath day came about uh, in a whole nother book, Exodus chapter 20. That wasn't even written yet. So it is by faith only that we receive the gift of righteousness from the Lord and we are sealed with the Holy Spirit until the day of redemption. So only thing Abraham believed, and when I say only, I'm not minimizing it. Abraham believed God. Do you? Now I'm not just talking about for salvation. Do you believe him for tomorrow? See, Abraham believed God. Moses wasn't even born. So the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. So here Abraham is after having a conversation with God whom he had never met. And Abraham made up in his mind, I believe you, Lord. God said, that's great. Because what I'm going to do, I'm going to put onto your account righteousness. You are, in other words, break it down today, you all right with me, Abe. Yeah, you all right with me because you believe me. What does that mean? You took me at my word. That's what this is about. Don't have people causing you to be scratching your head trying to figure out who God is. You ain't going to get to God unless you come to him through Jesus. You miss your opportunity to turn over two chairs. Abram believed God. And it was accounted to him for righteousness. Then he says in verse 7, Know ye therefore, therefore is a concluding thought. So therefore know this, that you who are of faith, the same are the sons of the children of Abraham. So when you, when you became, when God found you in the dark, and presented to you the light of the world, the Lord Jesus Christ. And the death, burial, and Jesus Christ is the gospel, the good news. And you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Without any works. But just totally depending and leaning on the works that Jesus did when he died on the cross as your and my substitute. We trust in his finished works. Now notice this, and it's through that faith, know ye therefore that they who are of faith, the same are the sons of Abraham. No works, no keeping, no Sabbath day, 
None of that. You're not saved by keeping the Sabbath day. Because if that's the case, historically, that's every Saturday. So then I don't need Jesus if I just keep the Sabbath day, if I just stay home on, on Saturday and eat some pork chops. See, that's messed up. So Abraham was declared righteous in the sight of God because he believed God. Now you got to believe him for that house note. You got to believe him for that car note. You got to believe him for your healing. You got, you, and everything that you need from the Lord is going to take faith. Now Abraham is our father, our spirit. Abraham, when you look at him, he was not just rich. Abraham was very rich. So that tell me, if I'm a seed of Abraham, if I'm a son of Abraham, I ought not to be walking around here satisfied with being poor and broke. Because to our connection to God through Abraham, which all flows through Jesus, is our material connection to God. Abraham wasn't rich, he was very rich. Okay, where Jesus is our spiritual connection, Abraham, our spiritual father, is our material connection to God. God gave Israel over 300,000 square miles. That was the promised land. I don't think they, they lived in 30,000 of them because they went after idol gods and God kicked them out. They were carried away into Babylon for 70 years. So, since you're a child of God, you need to make up your mind that I am no more settling for that or do. I'm an heir of God and I'm a joint heir with Jesus. And I'm not settling for no poverty. And I'm not going to be settling down to live in no ghetto. And when Jesus said, the poor have ye with you always, I read the Bible and I didn't see Fred there. I don't want to be poor. Poverty does not glorify God. Wait a minute, preacher. No, you wait a minute because I need to tell you something. Do you know where God is? The gates are made with pearls. There are 12 foundational stones that make up that city. And the streets are not paved with gold. They are made of gold. And you're going to sit around here talking about, I'm just happy with Jesus. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You need money. I should get all these people out except one. Talking about, I'm just happy with Jesus. Well, that's good. But the Lord says, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it, what? More abundantly. What's abundance? More than enough. More than enough. Beloved, I pray, I wish above all things, somebody say all things, above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prosper. So the more you know about this word, the more light that comes through, then the more you can grab it and grab it, baby. You've been walking with Jesus 30 years and you're still broken, Paul. Because somebody told you 
baby, don't be praying to God for things. Is that right? Jesus never told you that. Now, since you blessed to be a blessing, how you going to bless somebody and you poor broke? You so poor, you can't even afford the other O and the R on the end of it. You just poor. Jesus said, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe. And then there's another fallacy out there. People used to tell at the church, you don't ask God for things. Jesus said, what things soever you desire, you ask. And he said, I tell you what, since you're trying to get smart with me, let me just give you this. The reason you don't have it because you didn't ask for it. So Abraham believed God and it was put on his account for right standing with God. And anytime you try to add anything to grace is no more grace is works. See today for a Jew to come to Jesus where he doesn't have to go to the synagogue anymore? That's frightening. Because you have to ask, the Jew has to ask himself a question. Is Jesus really the Messiah? If he is, then I'm going to have to put all my trust in him. I ain't got to go to no church on no Saturday. Every day is a day I ought to be giving God some praise. Every day is a day of thanksgiving. Every day! So we have a faith covenant with God, not a works covenant. <laughs> uh -huh. Verse 8, and the scripture foreseeing that God, now the scripture got eyes. The scriptures can see. You find yourself all the way over in the back of the book of Obadiah. And the Holy Ghost said, what you doing over here? What you looking for? See, God's word is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, as it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So when we read in the Bible, the Bible is reading us. I ain't know that passage. You know it now. Every time you roll up on the scripture, you looking at the scripture, scripture looking at you. Then we get mad talking about, hey, God's word, white man wrote it. Ain't no white man that smart, you give him too much credit. <laughs> Holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. That's where we got the Bible from. And there's no white person that wrote no book in here. So we have to understand that God wants our life here to be a blessing and that he wants us to take his word and go forward with it. Are you young people in here listening? There ain't even one in here? I know you're here. Y'all told me before when you're quiet like this you're just listening. Well, I ain't bought into that. I just need to tell you that. <laughs> Okay, so the scripture for seeing 
that God would justify. See that word justify? That's the same, that's a legal word. And that justify means to be declared righteous. Okay? So then, the scriptures were seeing that God would declare righteous the Gentiles through faith preached before the gospel unto Abraham saying, in thee shall all nations be blessed. So the gospel is to go into all the world and tell the whole world about Jesus. That's how we become a blessing to people. Tell them about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And for those of you in here this morning that's trying to figure out what you've been called to do, let me see if I can straighten it up. According to 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, you don't have to go there, but you've been given the ministry of reconciliation. Today's message, Blessed to be a Blessing, FC2988, FC2988, is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is Will I do his will and There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you say those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell. 
And this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before. And you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.